Good evening. Good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 3-7-2016. How are you this week, Alex? I'm home. You're home. Yay. <laughs> I'm home. You had a busy week. I've, I've been home for all of 24 hours. That's oh, great. No. <laughs> How's Detroit? Um, it was good. It was a good event. Um, uh, for those that don't know, I guess I probably haven't posted a whole lot about it. I, I do tend to be a little lame at social media. Um, <laughs> but I was at, uh, I was in Detroit at the, uh, VPX show, right. um, the Vapors exhibit, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. I specifically went for, uh, one B2B day and one consumer day. Um, but the, uh, the B2B, B2B day started off with like a two hour kind of, um, they called it, uh, vaping Academy. And, uh, there were, it was, um, most of it was geared towards business owners, things like, um, you know, 15, 20 minute presentations about how to manage, uh, you know, your email database, how to use it, how to make it effective. Um, there were some guys from, you know, credit card processing and stuff. And then there was, you know, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, my the point of my talk was to, uh, you know, ways in which uh, retailers can engage consumers. And um, I had a PowerPoint presentation with me. Uh, I have put up a PDF version of that in our Google Drive um, and the way to get to that, it's a bit.ly link. I'm going to spell it out and I'll put it in the links, uh, the notes of the, uh, podcast, but, uh, it's bit.ly forward slash Casa flyers. Um, so if you wanted to check that out, it, it's, it's just a PowerPoint, so it, it doesn't really stand well on its own. Right. <laughs> um, a lot of the content was me talking, but if you want to check it out, it's up there. Um, and of course, some other Bitly links are in there that are useful. Um, but you know, going forward, it was one of these things you know that I brought up was, um, you know, this is relatively easy for me to do is to put together some sort of presentation and throw it up on Google Drive. And you know, there's plenty of there's plenty of business owners out there that have you know, a big monitor or TV screen or something in their shops. And if you want to use that to be broadcasting information about CASA or calls to action or other things, you know, feel free to reach out and let me know. And I can, you know, I can develop something, you know, maybe tailored to to specifically what you want. And, you know, that that kind of helps us produce content that that people can use to to engage consumers. so that's just an option that's out there. And and this is this is kind of the theme of me going to these things going forward is, you know, it's great to be there and, and speaking to consumers. They, you know, it's their interests that we represent. Mm-hmm. But probably even more importantly is our ability to to reach business owners because mm-hmm. you know they're they're the ones that are on the front lines of this stuff and they have more opportunities, different opportunities to engage consumers than we do. So um, it, it's just it's just really important to 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 be able to address them. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, 
they tend to be a lot more engaged in this because they actually have money. They, they you know, they're, people have sunk an awful lot of money and blood and sweat into their businesses to, you know, get their, yeah. get this going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're looking for, for whatever avenue they can find to, you know, protect their business. And mm-hmm. of course, engaging your customers is one of those avenues. So, um, yeah. yeah, looking forward to it. Um, so the other thing that, um, well, just before we get to next Monday and I'm like, oh yeah, we went to this other event. Um, <laughs> uh, Julie and I are going to be in Tampa this weekend. Um, I'm flying down there. We're f- flying in on Thursday and, mm-hmm. uh, there is a, an invit in, <laughs> sorry, I can't talk. I just, I had like a whole bunch of pizza, so now my brain doesn't work properly. Um, there is an industry advocacy dinner. Kevin usually puts these on on the Thursday before the event. So okay. um, if you're listening and you are a, a vendor that's going to be at the event, um, I strongly recommend attending this this little get-together. Um the last one we did was sort of an informal chat. You know, we had a panel of people up there. I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some other people from, you know, Safada and, and a billion lives and um, some of the smoke free associations. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a panel of, of the people working in advocacy and industry associations to, you know, sit down, relax, ask some questions, get some answers. You know, it's a good time. Um, so I'll be participating in that on Thursday. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's the vaping convention circuit in Tampa mm-hmm. and, uh, we'll be going to that. So that's the fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to meet some, some, some people that I have only, I'm not going to give everybody shout outs. That's weird for Casada to do, but, um, <laughs> Uh, I, I did get a chance to meet people who I've only known through Twitter or otherwise, mostly mm-hmm. just you know Twitter or Facebook, and uh, it's it's really awesome to have met them. I'm I'm super happy to have met some people, and I, I you know Detroit is actually a, at least the where I was. Maybe it was just being around a bunch of vapors. I don't know, but it, everybody was really friendly. Um, I. I I don't know why I ex- maybe it's just it's the cold weather or something. Maybe I expected everybody to just be kind of grumbly and like, uh, you know. But it, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Um, so thanks to the city of Detroit for uh, just generally being swell people. Um, that was a good time, and uh, and I, I really enjoyed myself. Um, but I'm back in New Jersey, so you know, <laughs> can't live the fantasy for forever um i did so okay so that's the fun stuff but and then then there's good news we got some good news last week um the utah tax bill Mm -hmm. hb333 failed Mm -hmm. so that's great news yes um, there's still another one, but Utah ends its session in three days on Thursday the 10th. So, awesome. um, 
I'm not going to rule it out and say that there's no chance, but there's not much chance that this other tax bill um, is going to do anything. Um, so hats off to the folks working in Utah uh, for sticking through it and, and uh, getting that killed, well, or at least pretty dead. Um, and then West Virginia, um, and I, I do have to... I do have to give a little bit of a shout out, not an endorsement, just an acknowledgement of um, Delegate Larry Faircloth uh, from West Virginia. Uh, that would be, he would be, that's a delegate, is essentially a representative for those of you in other states who don't know. Um, uh, he's in the West Virginia House mm -hmm. and uh, he is also a vapor mm -hmm. and uh, came out very strongly against this tax bill. Uh, reached out to us to rebroadcast a petition that he had put together and um, has also engaged with a lot of other uh, vapors and advocates uh, in West in West Virginia and beyond. Mm -hmm. um, so he is um, just, you know, I, I don't know, it seems like a really nice guy and really engaged in this issue. Um, I have heard about him traveling outside of West Virginia to help people. Um, and uh, so that's kind of an interesting development there. Uh, it, it, if we had some more politicians uh, getting engaged like Delegate Faircloth, um, that, that could be, that's a game changer. Um, but right now we just, we just have Delegate Faircloth. And um, anyway, uh, it, for all of you other politicians that might be listening out there, uh, be more like Larry. Um, <laughs> he, he is definitely doing the right thing. Um, so yeah. And of course, all that to say, West Virginia, uh, uh, H is it HB 420 or SB 420. Hold on. I'm going to get it right. SB Senate bill 420, uh, was a tax bill. Mm -hmm. It is no longer a tax bill. Um, nice. So, uh, yeah, that that was defeated. And um, congratulations for everybody that, that came up and worked on that and, and got that taken care of. Awesome. So, now we're on to the really awful stuff. Oh, good. Um, California. Um. I am still in, I, I, <laughs> the California bills are a lot to take in. Right. And, uh, to some extent I have been relying in, 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 in the interest of efficiency, I have been relying on analysis from other people in order mm -hmm. to put together our calls to action. Now, as far as what we put out there goes, you know, we put out very brief and simple explanations of these bills so that when you go to talk about it, you have some very basic talking points right. to use. And so it is, I, I haven't gone back to check and see what we put out last year, but there's been enough confusion over what these bills actually do that there were some inaccuracies circulating. Okay. So, um, but again, essentially what we have put out for the uh, Senate bill 
X2-5. Um, that's, the, that's the Leno bill. Um, mm -hmm. is, it is essentially, it will subject vapor products to tobacco regulations. It brings them into the state act. And um, uh, so that does mean indoor, indoor use bans. Right. There is apparently an exemption in there for vapor shops, um, okay. but that doesn't make it okay. No. Um, and uh, the reason why these bills are, are flopping around between houses is because they were amended for the most part to include raising the age to purchase to 21. Right. So if they weren't bad enough before, now they're tobacco 21 bills. <laughs> um, and that's kind of part of the reason why they still have to go through both houses for concurrence and so on. Um, and that's why we're seeing more activity than just, this is why it didn't actually race. I mean, it is racing through the process, but it, it would have gone faster if they hadn't amended these bills. Right. Um, so for all intents and purposes, these bills are basically lined up to go straight to the governor's desk. Uh -huh. Um, I was looking at some update for an update on, um, uh, SBX 2.5, uh, I didn't see one, but uh, it will be here heard in committee in the Senate at some point. Basically, this is just for concurrence purposes to approve the amendments that were made in the Assembly during the special session uh, okay. and, and see what happens. Um, it, the, the fight's not over. These bills are not law. They're not on the governor's desk. So if you're in California you know, write your, we have a call to action up right now, send a message to your senators, um, and call the governor and, okay. and urge them to urge him to veto this bill. Okay. If you, and even if you don't live in California, call the governor. I called the governor when I was standing in Detroit on Friday and mm -hmm. I simply said, I buy products from California. I do. I, there are plenty of products on my desk from California Right. And as a consumer, you know, I, I, these bills are, are going to be bad for, for what I might have access to. Now, that's not to say, I, I, Doug Hughes, I'm, I'm, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spin this off to Doug Hughes because he's put up a video. Doug Hughes, for those who don't know, was the uh, former president of uh, Southern California, Safata. Um, one of the one of the found one of the co-founders of, of SoCal Safata, um, and he has put up a video on YouTube, which I'll link to in in the uh, description, um, sort of giving a, a more detailed explanation of what these bills do. Um, so I, I'm going to leave it at that and, and let Doug do the talking because he took the time to do it, and it's a okay. it's an informative video. So um, so yeah, I'll leave that at that. But needless to say. Uh, if you live in California, if you don't live in California, if you like stuff that comes from California, take action, call the governor, tell him to veto these bills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And last but not least, I think last, I always, okay. I always feel like I'm leaving something out. <laughs> um, uh, just a quick update for people in Vermont. Um, the, uh, uh, no, it is not last because there was another thing I was going to get to. Okay. Oh man, pizza! <laughs> too much, too much pizza is just slowing me down here. 
Um, maybe it's that you've been home 24 hours. <laughs> that too. I tell you, all I want to do is watch TV and play video games and just forget. Like, I don't even know if I want to vape anymore. I just, <laughs> I just want to forget about it all for like maybe for 20 minutes. If I can go 20 minutes without thinking about this stuff, I think I might mm -hmm. feel better. Um, anyway, um, <clears throat> Uh, while we're talking about Vermont, uh, Vermont H-171, which is the indoor use ban, mm -hmm. um, this is scheduled for a f like two or three more hearings by the end of the week. These are not opportunities for public comment, so don't bother driving down to the state house. You're not going to be heard in, in, this, in this hearing. It's co they're committee discussion, discussions. Okay. Um, this is still in the house. Mm -hmm. It's still working its way through the process. Uh, and just so, let me see, I'm checking on when Vermont adjourns. Okay, so Vermont adjourns in May. May 12th is the last day, last scheduled tentative day for okay. uh, Vermont's legislative session. So right. uh, this bill is still in the House, it still has to go to the Senate. If it gets out of this, you know, committee or moves on, um, but uh, just so everybody knows, the bill is moving, and it's still an opportunity to take action. And in fact, this is this is a great time for people who haven't sent emails in. Right. You know, one of the things that that we have talked about in terms of legislative advocacy, and you know, consumers reaching out to their lawmakers, is this sort of repetition and and reminding them over a long period of time. If you have a long period of time, right. take advantage of that. Remind them as these bills are coming up for a hearing, while it's fresh in their mind, um, they are more likely to pay attention to your your input. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's just it's totally it's you know working with kind of the human our human flaws of uh, memory um, is is a, just a good thing to keep in mind. So mm -hmm. um, that is that. Indiana. Okay. <laughs> um, there was talk about a bill, 1386, I believe. Okay. Um, I have all of this. Yes, it's HB 1386. Okay. And um, this had basically some housekeeping language in it. Uh, it. It clarifies a particular section of that horrible bill that became law last year. Right. Um, and uh, it, it really is just clarification. It is, there's a problem with this security company that people have to employ and that a security company has to have um, certain, <coughs> certain certifications. And the way that it was written last year, it sounded like, you know, at least one person on staff at this whatever security company you used to go with has right. to have this um, special door certification and then like a fire door certification. And that one mm -hmm. person has to have both. Um, mm -hmm. But they've come back and they've changed that language to say that, well, one person can have this certification and then another person can have the other certification. So right. essentially it opens up the field of security companies that manufacturers can use to contract with and so on. It doesn't make it, it doesn't make the law substantially more workable 
Right. It just changed some language. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been, you know, just the past few days have really been trying to kind of get a better, uh, a more comprehensive understanding of what's going on in Indiana because, um, you know, because this bill was so horrible, because it's now law, because there is, there are two lawsuits going on associated with that law, there has been this tendency to kind of say, okay, well, things are what they are in Indiana and there's, there's just not much for us to do. So I'm trying to gain a better understanding of that. I was approached by a, a few people this weekend kind of asking what was going on in Indiana and mm -hmm. uh, a couple of other people that were able to sort of enlighten me. Um, so, uh, again, work in progress. And, and I just kind of wanted to put that out there that, um, people really should be paying attention to Indiana a lot more. Um, it, it's, it's, a this effort for States to regulate these products okay. in this way mm -hmm. is, this isn't going to be the last of it. You know, a lot of time we focus on the taxes and the place bans and raising the minimum age and child resistant, whatever. And, right. you know, all of the kind of common things, but the Indiana bill was sort of unique in that it actually went towards manufacturing standards and, um, you know, other things. It, it, it intends to be more comprehensive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Utah even has gone down that path. Right. So going forward, I suspect we're going to see more attempts at this. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just very important, I think, that people understand what has happened this year, what happened last year, <laughs> and be able to engage with lawmakers so that worst case scenario, we're going to end up with something workable. Right. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that Indiana thing, the way it my understanding the way it's written and the way it stands it it, it looks to drive 90 percent of the businesses under i don't know what the numbers are but i'm i'm only going it, just by just things i've seen i don't really yeah yeah i i don't have a count on it i i can say um with very, very little confidence, but I can say it, that it is possible to meet these regulations. And that's kind of the, kind of. that's the, that's the kicker. Like it's, it looks like a de facto ban on the surface, mm -hmm. but it's written in such a way and the options do exist for people to, jump through these loopholes or, you know, or not, sorry, not, not loopholes, hoops. Oops. People can jump through the regulatory hoops and, and get there. But it's, yeah, it, it definitely kind of shuts down that whole thing of like, Hey, me and my buddy decided to make e-liquid one day and now we're going to open up a vape shop. Like that, yeah. that is done. And, you know, arguably in some cases that's not such a bad thing um 
but it doesn't have to be as extreme, I think, as what Indiana has put forward. Yeah. So anyway, enough commentating on that. I, and okay. I, you know, again, I'm, I'm a little out of my element. The point to bring it up was that, you know, the the fight and the analysis and the the, the interest in Indiana, I, you know, I personally feel like I've done a bit of a disservice here, and that I should be a lot more uh, engaged in this and and getting a better understanding for the for the reasons that I stated before. This is going to happen in other states. It may not be a carbon copy of this bill, but it will be attempts to regulate the manufacturing process. And um, so this is something that we all need to pay attention to going forward so we can have more intelligent conversations about it and, mm-hmm. and make sure make sure that we get something workable on the other side. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that. I, I, um, yeah, and then uh, tomorrow it's going to be 60 degrees and uh, <laughs> mostly, mostly sunny skies here in, in New York. Nice. And uh, that is the rosy weather forecast for this evening. Hey, that doesn't sound like too bad a day. Nope. I don't, yeah, that's nice for this time of year up north. I'll take it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Are you feeling better? I am. I'm not. I'm not sick anymore. I, I got over my cold before I went to Detroit, so I'm happy about that. That's very good. It's it sucks flying when you're sick. Yeah. I don't do they even let people fly when they're sick anymore? Or? They do. Uh in fact, it's probably easier to just fly when you're sick. I found that out the hard way. Yeah. Um, but uh But yeah, I decided to take the high road and not infect everybody in the back of the plane with whatever nastiness that I had. So <laughs> Oh. All right. All right. So, <laughs> yep. That's it for me. Okay. And we will see you next week. Um, Possibly. I'll be traveling home next Monday. So um, Um, I may may or may not make it in time. I'll let you know, though. All right. And if we don't see you the week after that, thank you, Alex. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.